Main chick versus side bitch. Chapter 37, Kiera. There was nothing better than getting home and being greeted by my man and my son. Now that we ate, talked, and gave DeAndre his bath, it was time for me to have my nightly ritual with my son. Okay, son, pick out a book. It was reading time, and since Orlando was on a business call, I did this part alone. But pretty soon, we will be putting DeAndre to bed together. Mommy, I don't want to read a book tonight. Why not? DeAndre looked around like someone was going to jump out from the shadows at him. You can tell me, son. I said he never acted like this, but tonight he seemed a little sad. I figured maybe he was tired, but now my antennas are all the way up. Mr. Orlando yelled at Miss Dawn. He did? DeAndre shrugged. And she was crying. I want to hug her, Mommy. Now I was confused. What the hell could Orlando have been yelling at her about? I know, but it's nothing, baby. It's going to be okay. I gave him a hug, and he squeezed me back like he was afraid for his life. Mommy, is he going to yell at me, too? That was a good question. I tried to integrate Orlando into our lives as much as possible. But with him working so much and my no overnights rule, it was getting hard for us to come together as a family. No, honey, of course not. I tried to reassure him as my mind was moving in a million different directions. What if Orlando and DeAndre didn't get along? I didn't think it was possible for a three-year-old and adult to have issues, but now I was seeing for myself that something was off. I read DeAndre his story like always, and he fell asleep before I reached the end. But before I tiptoed out of his room, I already had a plan. A good attorney always thinks of a strategy for approaching questioning. And I already had mine down pat before I met with Orlando in the living room. You done with your call, boo? Yep, just got off. Whew, man, I had a long day. Sitting down beside him, I told him about my day, or at least the parts I was willing to share. I left out that I had a meeting with HR about Puzder, but everything else I told him. Yeah, I had a few issues today, but I got them smoothed out. Um, But hey, boo, I want to talk to you. I think you should hire a new nanny. He said... And I said nothing, just listening, but the words that seeped out of his mouth was a perfect setup for my questioning. Really? Why? I think when we get married, we should start off with a new nanny in a new place so we can grow as a family. Wow, that's a good idea, but DeAndre likes Dawn. You think she's not good? I mean, she has a bit of an attitude problem, and frankly, I think she's jealous of you. <laughs> I had to laugh at that. Who wasn't jealous of me was a better statement to make. But I said nothing. Maybe, boo. Um, I think on it. You let me know if she does something you don't approve of. Oh, I can make a list of the shit she doesn't do. Whenever a man talks, you better listen. Dwayne used to tell me that all the time. And right now my ears were wide open. Well, you let me know then, baby, because I can't have no foolishness around us. <laughs> but I think I'm about to go to sleep. Damn, you sure you don't want me to spend the night? DeAndre will never know, he smiled, pulling me close. Any other time I would have welcomed a companion, but right now I had too much to think about. Nope, we're going to stick to it, just for a couple more weeks. Oh, damn. All right. And where is that other car? Why are you driving the truck? I got two flats at the same time today. Had to get some new tires. Damn, baby, that's messed up. I walked him to the door. Holding hands like nothing was wrong, but inside all the alarms were going off. 
Nothing seemed right, and for all of a sudden, Orlando to start wanting Dawn gone only meant one thing. That bitch must really want what I have. I saw the way she looked at me tonight, rolling her eyes as I came through the door. I only tried to help her, and now she was probably getting jealous because she was pregnant by this mystery man, and her husband was overseas. But tonight, I was about to fix all of that. In a few weeks, I'll be here to stay. I can't wait. Giving my man a kiss and a wave as I watched him get into his car and disappear. But I wasn't going to sleep. I had work to do. And luckily for Don, I already knew who to contact. Getting my phone and slipping into my office, I made a call. Hello? His voice was raspy and old. But still, at 9 o'clock at night, he answered the phone for me. Judge McCaskill? Sorry to disturb you. This is Kiara Lawrence. I know who it is, Miss Lawrence. It says it on my phone. <laughs> what the hell do you want at this hour? Well, sir, um, I was hoping you could help me. You see, a friend of mine has a husband who is deployed, and she is facing some medical issues with her pregnancy and desperately needs the husband to come back home. Oh? What is his name? Sergeant Paul Powell, sir. I gave the judge Paul's full credentials, letting him know everything that I did. And, and how badly do you need this done? Desperately, sir, or I wouldn't have notified you. I guess we will consider this a favor fulfilling the job you did for my son last year? Yes, sir. How is Jimmy, anyway? Is he staying out of trouble? I cleared his son on a vehicular manslaughter charge the previous year. Doing such a good job that Jimmy was found not guilty and was free to go. That, and a few strings I pulled, gave me a favor in the judge's eyes. Now I needed that gift to be repaid. Fine, I'll call my contacts in the morning. Get this done for you. Thank you, sir. He didn't say a word more, and then the phone just went dead. That was the judge's style. He didn't do shit nicely. He was a bear to deal with, but sometimes you needed a bear to get shit done. Don's husband would be back in the States, and she would stop with all this jealousy bullshit. Before I could put my phone down, again it rang and Puzzler's name appeared on the screen. Hello? You bitch! I pressed a button to record immediately. I'm sorry, sir. What did you say? I said, you raggedy bitch. You reported me to HR for sexual harassment. I didn't say a word. Hello? Yes, I'm here. So you aren't going to answer my question? Sir, I don't know why you're harassing me. I sounded so innocent. And it only pissed Puzzler off. <laughs> he sounded mad enough to come through the phone. But I continued to play coy in a way that only I could, while at the same time keeping him talking. I wasn't harassing you when you were sucking my dick and I gave you that promotion. Sir, you made me do that. You told me I had to. God damn it. Quit fucking saying that. You wanted it. Just admit it. You wanted it. He was yelling now at the top of his lungs. And I had enough ammunition on Puzzler that I would probably get a seven-figure settlement out of this. Mr. Puzzler, I have to go. No, no. Don't you hang up on me. You cunt. Don't you hang up on me. But I did it anyway, pressing in and saving the recorded conversation to hand over to HR in the morning. In no time, Puzzler would be gone, and I would take his place. It was like the stars were aligning, and after losing so much, it felt great. I was finally getting what I wanted. But I kept having this feeling like the ground was about to fall out from under me at any minute. But I knew that was impossible. I had dotted all my I's, crossed all the T's. Nothing was going to stop me. Not one damn thing. 
What's up, y'all? It's your girl, so like, make sure you share, subscribe, and comment, and let me know what you think about the podcast. Thanks for listening.